The Tennis Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast are presented by Edge Boost. Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sportsgampodcast.com slash edge to get started today. We're also brought to you by Bird Dogs Shorts. The world's greatest shorts are hooking you up with a free Yeti-style tumbler when you order over at birddogs.com slash pool. That's birddogs.com slash pool. And welcome, everybody, to the Tennis Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is currently Saturday afternoon, June 17th, and I'm Rose, as always, Scott Rochelle, once again, going solo for this pod. Should be a fun episode, but but a bit of a short one. We only have two matches to go through as, this, as it is time to get into the final matches in Stuttgart and Den Bosch, which I'm looking forward to. But before I actually do that, want to address some housekeeping. First things first, I if you if you could not tell the audio sounded a bit different on the last podcast, I'm not in my normal recording area. I'm currently in Las Vegas actually for a bachelor party. So I got a random room and that's kind of where I've been recording. So hopefully it is not too bad in terms of the acoustics. On top of that I did end up going to see Timmy Trumpet last night at a nightclub. I was there until about three in the morning. So my ears keep ringing. I can't hear anything. And I also potentially have, uh, I'd, I'd say, a lost voice or my vocal cords are just not where they usually are. So apologies if it sounds a bit different, but that is a reason why. It's going to be a short-term thing. I'm headed back to New York on Monday. So once again, for the next day or so, this probably is going to be the last podcast I do before I'm back in New York for tennis. So it's not going to be an issue moving forward, but I wanted to at least discuss it. If it does sound a bit weirder, it's not because of your computer or because of your phone or whatever platform you use for Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It's because of my voice being shot and because of the fact that I'm in a different state trying to record and maybe the acoustics aren't that great. But anyway, I just wanted to briefly mention that. I think the audio came out fine in the last podcast, but just to be clear, I wanted to at least mention that if you did notice a difference. But anyway... Time to actually get into the purpose of this episode, which is going through the uh, two final matches with the previews. But I do want to recap how we did on the last episode and in the semis in Stuttgart and in Den Bosch. We absolutely crushed it. In fact, we won every single play that we had. Starting off with the lock and dog, swept those, had Thompson minus two and a half games against Hichikata. He won by four games, and that was at minus 140. Same exact breakdown as the last match on grass about a week ago between these guys. As first I went to a breaker, then Thompson broke through, and he won comfortably in the end in the second set. So pretty much the exact same rinse and repeat formula that we saw a week ago. And as a result, Thompson ended up cashing for us. And then for the dog, we took Struff to beat her catch in front of his home fans, lost the first set, won the next two, and that paid out at plus 120. On top of that, we had Tiafo for the leans. We had Tiafo money line at minus 150 against Greek Spore, which was my runner-up play, and that was a straight set win for Tiafo. Second set was very fun, though. Long tiebreaker. I believe Greek Spore had six set points to force a decider, could not convert in any of them, and Tiafo ended up winning the match in his first match point. So a bit of a heartbreak there. If you had a match to go three sets, you had six shots at it, and Greek Spore, and not Greek Spore, sorry, and uh, uh, Fuksovic failed to every opportunity, which sucks. But still, the point is Tiafo got it done. And as a result, he's now in the final against Struff. Uh, we had Struff winning, obviously, and the over. That went to three sets. Uh, moving on to the other tournament, I mentioned uh, Thompson. Minus two and a half games, that ended up winning. So we got that match right as well. And the last one, you had Greek Sport taking on Rusevori. And we had Greek Sport winning uh, for value mostly. I just thought that Rusevori should not have been minus 150. We thought it was an overreaction for beating Sinner. 
no offense to Sinner, but it just felt like it was such a massive overreaction. And how if you told me a week ago that Greek Spore was going to face off against Rusevori, I would have put Rusevori at like minus 120, something like that, minus 125. Minus 115 change was just too high, and I liked Greek Spore for the value at plus 130, and that ended up getting there as Greeks were one in straight sets. So overall, went 4-0 and on the sides, which feels good, and ended up sweeping the lock and dog picks, which we kind of needed because we were 0-2 on the lock and dog for the last two episodes. So nice to get back for a full 180 and to sweep, and hopefully we'll keep it rolling here on a Sunday. But time to actually get into the uh, match previews here. So going through the schedule, Denbosch does start one hour before Stuttgart. So we're going to start off going through the Thompson and Greek Spore match, and then we're going to pivot over to the Struve versus Tiafo match, which I'm looking forward to. But either way, starting off with the matchup in uh, Denbosch, you have, once again, a matchup between Greek Spore and Thompson. Greek Spore is the favorite at minus 150. Thompson is plus 130 the other way. As for games here, Greek Spore minus 1.5 is minus 120. Thompson plus 1.5 is even money. Over-unders at 22.5. The over is minus 125. The under is plus 105. If you want an alt line, you can get 23.5 games. Over is plus 105. Under is minus 135. And if you want to take the alternative games, uh, Thompson plus 2.5 is minus 135. Greek Spore minus 2.5 is plus 105. And if you want to take uh, the match to go three sets, you can get that at plus 135. So starting off with the head-to-head matchup between these guys, you have... One matchup in the head-to-head, which Thompson ended up winning. I'm not sure how much you can actually use for the sake of, you know, analyzing and using it for the final. It did go to three sets. It wasn't the Davis Cup last year. Pretty long match, two hours and 53 minutes, uh, but that was on hard court. Thompson lost the first set, won the next two, and it was a very, very competitive match. Uh, but Thompson ended up getting it done. So once again, it was last year, not on grass. Not sure if you can actually use it as a comparison, but at least I wanted to mention they do have history facing off against each other. Uh, but really, when I'm looking at this match, I just think Greek Spore is the better player. Thompson's been good in this event, don't get me wrong, but I have to at least point out that it does seem like Thompson has faced off against relatively weak competition up to this point. I'm going to read off the pathway for both players, but you're looking at Thompson, and in this event, he ended up beating... Uh, a French qualifier or so in straight sets. That's not bad. Beat Rayonich. Now, I know Rayonich beat Kekmanovic. Kekmanovic is not very good on grass, and Rayonich was his first. Well, this was his second match in about two years. But the point is, he beat Rayonich in straight sets, which I can't really tell if that's a good win or not. Beat Manorino in three. Manorino is a former champion here. Beat Medvedev, so definitely a nice win there. Was competitive, but he got it done. And beat Hitchikata who was a lucky loser who made it all the way to the semis. So Thompson's had a pretty favorable draw up to this point. Once again, not his problem. He's got to beat whoever he faces, but I have to point out that Thompson being ranked in the hundreds in ATP ranking, making it to a final, sounds more feasible when you look at the players he's actually beaten. But as for Greek Spore, he's had a much tougher level of competition. Beat Emer in the first round in straight sets. Beat Papyrin is pretty good on grass in straight sets. Sorry, beat Yemer, he beat Emer, Emer in three beat Papyron in straight sets, then beat Diminor in three sets, and beat Rusevori in two. So the point is Greek Spore has beaten the much better competition on a consistent basis in this event, and I think because of that, he should be favored in this match. Not to mention the fact that if you do want to use the ATP ranking, then I got to point out that uh, Greek Spore is 38th, and Thompson is 103. So you can make an argument based on ranking alone that Greek Spore is the better player 
or at least has a higher ceiling. But I think Greek Sport is going to win, simply put. As for the actual value, I don't really see much uh, that I'm tempted by for the total. I would probably lean to the over. Over two and a half sets is plus 135. I do like that price. I think that price is a little bit too short. Uh, I do think that should be, I'm sorry, a little bit too long. I think it should be closer to like plus 120, give or take. So I do think there is some meat on the bone there at over two and a half sets. I can see this going three sets. It wouldn't shock me, but I do think Greek Sport at the end will get his hand raised and win an ATP title. So I will go with Greek Spore to get it done in that one. And moving on to the final match, the one that we care about the most, you have Tiafo taking on Struff in the final in Stuttgart. And you might remember for Struff, we gave him out in the outright show. So we have him at 25 to 1 to win the event. We're one match away from cashing one of our biggest outrights that we've ever had for an actual tournament. And based on how the odds are reflected, it's basically a coin flip. So if you do want to hedge, and take Tiafo, you can guarantee yourself basically 11 units. So you definitely can go about doing that if you want to play it safe. But for the sake of this matchup, uh, they faced off head-to-head uh, before. And overall, the matchups were pretty competitive. They faced off in the French Open. And Struff ended up winning that one in five. And they faced off in hardcourt. And a couple years before that, I believe, and Tiafo ended up winning that one in straight sets. But the French Open matchup was in 2020, Struff won in five. They faced off in 2019 in Antwerp on hardcore. Tiafo won in straight sets. Means nothing. It was basically three years ago. And you're looking at Struff, who's had a really good year, made the final in a clay event a couple of about a month ago or so before losing Alcaraz. But the point is, Struff seems to be playing some really good tennis, arguably the best tennis of his career. And Tiafo's been playing good tennis as well. Now, to go through the pathway of both players quickly, Tiafo has beaten some good players in this event. Beat Leshika in straight sets. Beat Musetti. That was a very good win. Musetti was playing well. That went to three sets. And he beat Fuksovics, which probably should have gone to three sets, but ended up going two. But Tiafo ended up getting it done. Point is, good competition in general. Uh, facing off against Fuksovics instead of Fritz was relatively lucky, but still, point is, Tiafo has had some tough competition. As for... Struff, he's had tough competition as well. Uh, ended up beating Zhang in straight sets, beat Tommy Paul in in straight sets, beat uh, Gasquet in straight sets. Once again, a bit fortunate that Tsitsipas lost to Gasquet, but still, point is, ended up having to face off against the veteran who's pretty good on grass, but straight set wins in each of the first three rounds and then faced off against a fringe top 10 player in her catch, and he won that one in three sets. The point is, I do think, once again, when you're looking at both players in this event, unlike Thompson, I do think both guys have had a pretty difficult road to get here, so I'm not going to use that as a handicap one way or another. I think it's basically a wash. You can argue that, in theory, Tiafo's path was harder, or maybe Struve's was harder, but the point is, I think it's close enough where I'm not going to criticize either guy or use that as a handicap. I'm using it in the Greek Spore match because the level of difficulty between both players is a night and day, and you could tell that there's a massive difference, but I don't see that in this one. So I do think that, once again, the path is not really going to play a factor here. For the sake of this match, though, I think this is going to be a war. Uh, I think that this is going to be a very long match. I think that these odds are worthy of basically being a pick em. I see one book offshore has Struff at plus 105. Other book has Tiafo at minus one. Uh, sorry, the same book has Tiafo at minus 125. However, on Bet365, you can find Struff and Tiafo at minus 110 apiece. And if you want to go through the actual game spreads here, Tiafo minus half a game is minus 112. Struff plus half a game is minus 108. The over under is 23 and a half games, minus 110 on both sides. 
If you want to go for the sets here, you can get over two and a half sets at plus 120. And if you want to go for an alternative, you can get Struve plus one and a half games at minus 135. Tiafa minus one and a half games at plus 105. So for this overall matchup, simply put, I do think on a neutral playing field, Tiafo is the better player. I do think that's definitely the case. Now, the reason why I bring that up and I use the word neutral playing field is because it is not a neutral playing field. They're playing in Germany. So Struve has a massive crowd advantage, and I do think that's going to play a factor. Now, at first glance for this match, I like the over. I think you're going to see probably three sets in this match, which isn't a hot take because it's plus 120. And I think one other book had, I think Bet365 had plus 110. So I do see a marathon, probably a tiebreaker. I think tiebreaker in uh, this match in general was minus 188 on BetMGM. So you're look, I bet uh, 365, I mean. So you're looking at what should be a long set or two, should be competitive. The issue, though, for 23 and a half games, though, is that at that point, you might just want to consider taking the actual three sets in the match. I know you can still win with a 7-6-7-5 or 7-6-7-6, but I don't really see that happening. I think you're going to probably end up seeing what we saw in that Struve-Hercatch match, which is maybe a break per set. You might see that, give or take. I know Tiafo's first serve percentage can be a problem at times. Struve has unforced error issues as well. So does Tiafo. So I can see breaks in this match. Not a ton, but I think more than people might think. I'm not sure if we're going to see each player hold six times in a row in a set. So I might lean to the under on half a tiebreaker in the match. But I do think, once again, when you're looking at how this match should play out, I do think Tiafo is the better player. But it really comes down to if you think Struff has the ability to wear down Tiafo over three sets and to really use the crowd to his advantage. And we saw that he did that against Hurtcatch because he lost the first set and then rallied and won the next two. But I do think for the sake of this match, I'm really on the fence. As you can tell, I'm probably not going to actually have a bet on the side in this match. I basically do already because I have screwed for 25 to 1, and I'm not going to double down on it. I'm not going to make a case for either guy, really, because I do think, once again, these odds are worthy of being basically a coin flip. I think it's going to be very close, but if I had to pick who I think is going to win, I think I'm going to lean to Tiafo in this one. I don't feel great about it, once again, and I, I hope I'm wrong because I have screwed for 25 to 1 to win the event, but I just think at the end of the day, Tiafo is a little bit more mobile and I do think that his court coverage might be the story of this match. Struve has decent court coverage for a bigger guy, but Tiafo does move very well. He's got a pretty good serve, and I do think his variety can give Struve some problems. Struve is mostly a high firepower guy, where he's going to try to hit it past you, and the unforced errors can be an issue. Now, that works for Grass, because if he once again hits some of his spots, then he's going to dominate the actual tempo and tone of each point. But I do think Tiafo is mobile enough and he possesses enough firepower in his own right to win enough of these long rallies and big points to win the match. Once again, it's not going to be easy. I think it's going to be a pretty serious war between these guys. But I'm going to link to Tiafo. Once again, I hope I'm wrong, but I think Tiafo will get it done. But anyway, time to actually get into the lock and dog picks for the show. Before we do that, though, I'm going to have a quick word from our sponsors. 
This episode is sponsored by EdgeBoost. EdgeBoost is the world's first bet now pay later Visa card. Edge currently offers the $2,500 in betting advances, which can be extremely useful. Imagine what you can do with an increased bankroll. Get down on some of your favorite futures without tying up your bankroll for months. Double down on a favorite bet that you like, or even create an awesome middle or even hedge opportunity. EdgeBoost isn't some sleazy loan shark as they charge 0% interest. Do you know of another way you can access more money to place on your favorite bets without paying any interest? EdgeBoost can all also be a part of a responsible gambling plan as you can set up daily, weekly, or even monthly limits all across your betting accounts in one place. Support SGPN and grow your bankroll by going to sportscampodcast.com slash edge to sign up. Sportscampodcast.com slash edge must be 21 years or older to use problem gambling. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We're also brought to you by Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs is completely changing the game when it comes to shorts as they don't use a stiff restricting con- uh, cotton like other regular shorts. Instead, they use a cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches so you get a waist slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. On top of that, Bird Dogs also uses an anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. And when you do end up ordering your pair of shorts from Bird Dog, you also get a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. Go to birddogs.com slash pool and enter promo code pool for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash pool for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Welcome back, everyone, to the Tennis Gambling Podcast. Just finished previewing the final matches in uh, Den Bosch and in Stuttgart. Now it's time to get into the actual lock and dog picks for the show. Starting off with the lock, I am going to go back to Den Bosch and I am going to take the favorite here. I'm going to go with Greek Spore to get the job done. I forgot to mention before, which is kind of important, that Greek Spore is from the Netherlands, so he does have a home court, a home crowd advantage, and I should have mentioned that. So apologies, I just completely forgot about it. But the point is, if I'm going to talk about Struff having the crowd advantage in that match in Germany, I have to at least bring up that Greek Spore also has the crowd advantage in this match and I do think once again he's the more talented player Thompson's been good on grass he's usually a challenger level guy that's around the 100 mark usually maybe the 80 mark and Greek Spore is basically a top 40 guy so the talent is definitely in favor of Greek Spore and when you're looking at the level of competition Thompson I don't want to say it's fluky that he's here but he has had a pretty favorable draw up to this point while Greek Spore had to beat some really good players so I do think Greek Spore is in slightly better form I think it's going to be competitive, might go three sets, but I am going to take the home country guy here with Greek Spore on the money line at minus 150 as my lock. And for my dog, I am going to go to the Tiafo and Struff match. And for this one, I think I'm actually going to go with, uh, I'm trying to think if I want to go with the bold prop or not, because I see over two and a half sets at plus 120. And I think that's tempting. Because I do think, once again, you're looking at what should be a competitive match between two guys with basically the same exact odds of minus 110 apiece. But the no tiebreaker in the match at plus 137 is kind of appealing. The only problem there is that Tiafo has actually gone to a decent amount of breakers in this tournament. So I'm not sure if I can actually take it. I think I'm just going to go with the sets here. Give me the over two and a half sets at plus 120. I think at the end of the day, you're going to see a similar match to what we saw in the Hercatch match where each or a guy's going to have a moment. Maybe Struff starts off slow and then you end up seeing the other guy wake up in the second set and suddenly you're in a decider. Tiafo did win in straight sets last round. Pretty lucky to do so. He had to fight off six set points into the tiebreaker and we saw Struff go to three sets against 
per catch. We also saw Tiafa go to three sets against Musetti with a couple tiebreakers. The point is, I do think when you're looking at how these players match up, you will see a lot of ebbs and flows, a lot of moments where each player has success, and I think they're going to cancel each other out in the grand scheme of things. So give me the over two and a half sets in this match at plus 120 as my dog. So once again, the lock for the show is going to be Greek Spore on the money line at minus 150, and the dog for the show will be Tiafo and Struf over two and a half sets at plus 120. That's going to wrap it up for this episode of the Tennis Gameway podcast. As for the schedule next week, we have a couple of more grass events to go through, uh, so I'm looking forward to going through those, which we will do probably on a Monday evening, because I'm going to be flying back. I have a red-eye flight Sunday night into Monday morning. So we're going to end up doing an episode there for those tournaments on Monday. But until then, find me on Twitter at Rice Show Radio. Find me on the NBA show, the MLB show, this show, obviously, the WNBA show, a lot of podcasts. You get the point. But until next time, good luck to all of you and all of your bets. Bye, everyone.